to the polls and cast your vote. Time to have your say. Let your voice be heard now. You can make such a beautiful way. Welcome to a special program of the League of Women Voters of Greater Tucson. This is Vivian Hart, and I will be your host on behalf of the League. We are a nonpartisan organization, and we encourage citizens to be informed about and active in our government. However, this is an important part, we do not support any political party or candidate. What we're doing with this program is updating you on the special programs that we have right now, the new programs that the League is doing right now. I'd like to introduce Noreen Geyer Kordoski. Welcome. Thank you. Noreen has been very active working with the youth, and I'll be asking her many questions about that. It's a very important population for voter registration. Now, Noreen, I understand that our local league acquired a small grant called the Spring Youth Voter Grant from our National League of Women Voters. So tell me, when was this youth grant implemented and what were the goals of the grant? The contract was signed in January. So the kickoff was the 1st of February in 2019. And the goal of the grant was to engage youth, high school students to become good citizens and to focus particularly on areas that were underrepresented and to sign up as many students as we could to become, again, you know, active in the democracy. Excellent. Registering to vote is the first part of being able to vote. So how many schools in Pima County actually participated in this grant? Well, by the time we finished, we had 19 schools. Now, oh, this included great. public schools, high schools, charter schools, mm -hmm. vocational and technical schools. And so just to give you kind of an idea, which is kind of fun to look at, we were, we were as far south as Suarita. We were as far west as Ajo District. We were as far east as Vail. And then as far north as Marana. My goodness, you took up the whole area. The whole area and lots in between. Good for you. So how were you able to achieve your goals going to all those schools? Well, in the very beginning, I picked two methods that I thought would work best for this population. And one was to engage the students themselves in student-to-student -student voter registration. Mm -hmm. So in order to do that, I needed to meet with student leaders, so maybe three to six student leaders, depending upon the size of the school, and also a representative staff member, and go through a training, which was on a PowerPoint, that they could take into their classrooms to energize students to engage in voting, whether it was registering at this point in time or registering at some point. I gave them those resources like the PowerPoint plus some flyers and some stickers and things too and we picked the best date and time for the registration drive. And in some cases I was there overseeing and in some cases the staff that were trained would oversee 
what was going on. That you trained. Right. The, we're mm-hmm. in on the training with the student leaders. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. The second method was just what we the league typically does when we do in the community was tabling at a school mm-hmm. and registering students that way with one or two league members, sometimes three league members. So that was method number two. Which method did you find achieved your goals the best? Uh, hands down, <laughs> student-to-student voter registration. Exactly. Definitely. I am uh, not surprised. Yeah, right. Is definitely the key to getting students to vote. Some of these students at a small charter school, like Edge Charter School, went into their classrooms, all the classrooms, and presented the PowerPoint. Then you get a big school like Marana High School, where the AP government teacher and her students presented the, the PowerPoint in the classrooms and then did the voter registration. And for example, Marana High School in one day registered 159 students. Wow. So it was a tremendous success. And the, but it was a success with even smaller schools. That's wonderful. That just felt good about the good. fact that they were registering maybe 13 students at a small charter school. Well, 13 is more than zero. Right. Absolutely. Well, how many students in all were registered under this grant program? Well, there were 799. I wish you could say 800, but I couldn't couldn't find out one more. (laughs) 799 voter registration forms were turned into the Pima County Recorder Office. I think more followed because there were some schools that kept some back. But just like in the community, we don't necessarily count those if we don't actually have them in hand when we're kind of doing recording. And so um, not sure, you know, but I, there's some of those schools I was pretty positive those teachers were going to hunt those kids down and <laughs> see if they wanted to, to register. So Now, are these only students that are 18 years old or younger than that? No, younger. So the, the goal was to register any student who was a citizen and who is going to be 18 by November 3rd, 2020 for the general election. Excellent. Now, would those students be able to vote in the primary, which is before the That's a good election? question. No, not if they weren't 18 by the primary. Okay. But And I can tell you what happens, because I think it might be interesting. And What happens then if those students, if they're 16, 17, and those forms go to the recorder's office, they will be held in kind of a holding pattern until they turn 18 by the Pima County Recorder's Office, and then it will be activated. Okay. So they have a whole file on that, and they know what they're right, doing there. Right, right, right. So the grant is over. Now what? Uh, what's going to happen for the next school year, the 2019-2020 academic year? We will uh, go into the schools again, mm-hmm. and um, the focus is going to be student leaders because we know that paid off for student leaders to be involved. It paid off not just for registration. It paid off because it was great civic involvement in terms of in the classroom and great civic lessons, and the students really got engaged and so we will, we are going to be recruiting students, and uh, I actually am going to be working on that in a couple of weeks, have a big meeting with students to see, representing all kinds of different, all different schools. Wonderful. The it's the beginning of the school year, so this is the time to do that. Right. I want to mention that for our listening audience, if you're interested in this project, If you want to join the League of Women Voters of Greater Tucson and help with this project, we would love your assistance. 
Absolutely. You can call our office at 327-7652 and get information on membership. Thank you very much, Noreen. Thank you. I appreciate you being here today. Thank you. That was Noreen Geyer-Kordoski speaking to us about registering students in schools. And now we're going to speak with Dee Maitland, who is registering new citizens. Welcome, Dee. Thank you. Now, you go to the naturalization ceremonies in town, correct? Exactly. And they happen twice a month, in the morning and in the afternoon. So two days a month, and it's quite exciting. And are you there or one of our members I take there? the afternoons. I'm not a morning person. All right. So we have league members there in the morning and, and the in the afternoon. afternoon. Excellent. How did the idea come about that uh, the league should register voters at these naturalization ceremonies? We were looking at ways of expanding mm-hmm. how we register voters, and this came up. And Noreen asked FN. And she said, yes. Our county recorder. Our county recorder, yes. Very good. Rodriguez. Yes. And um, so we started going in March of this year. And one of the exciting things was I met Steve Jarrett. And he has been at every one of these for 18 years. Wow. Now, who is Steve Jarrett? Steve Jarrett is a volunteer professor at Pima Community College. And for 18 years, he has been teaching uh, naturalization classes. Oh. And as part of that, he volunteered with the uh, recorder to register and did this until 2004. Uh, They did it through Pima College until 2004 when the law was passed that demanded that you prove citizenship to register to vote. Mm -hmm. Um, And so then it had to, uh, the recorder came up with the idea of having her people there because proof that you're a citizen is on your naturalization papers, which they're getting on the day of their uh, swearing in. So it made an uh, excellent match. Good. So Steve Jarrett helps you? Yes, he's there um, and is a real enthusiast. We have our little signs, register to vote, and he's the one that says, come on, register to vote, only takes two minutes, and over they come. And it is a madhouse because about 50 people go through the naturalization ceremony, and we usually register somewhere between 25 and 30 of them. So Uh it's quite exciting. And it's done in a very short period of time. I can imagine. (laughs) One right after the other. Absolutely. Absolutely. What is unique about this approach? Um, What's unique is many um, immigrants do not know that once they are naturalized, they have to register to vote. In fact, I'm not sure all Americans even realize they have to register to vote. So um, this is a time where we can tell them that because now in Arizona, to proof of citizenship has to be through your driver's license. The other thing most um, uh, new naturalized citizens don't know is they need to go down and get their driver's license changed Mm -hmm. to show that they're a citizen. And then they can register to vote easily the way the rest of us do. But right now, all they have is the certificate, their naturalization certificate. So anybody who has a friend who's been naturalized and hasn't registered to vote, Remind them to go get their driver's license upgraded for their new status, and then they can register to vote through any of the other options that you have that Noreen may do. (laughs) Now, anyone in our audience, if you are interested in helping to register 
naturalized citizens, please contact our office. Call us at 327-7652, and we can get in contact with you about helping us. You do need to be a league member, and we're very excited to be able to help these people register to vote. And I'll bet they're excited to vote, too, aren't they? Oh, they, they are. It's a, it's a beautiful thing. Thank you very much, Dee, for being with us today and explaining this new program of the League of Women Voters. Thank you. That was Dee Maitland talking about registering voters at the naturalization ceremonies in town. And now I'd like to introduce Sarah Schifrin. She's the chair of the Voter Service Committee of the League of Women Voters of Greater Tucson. Oh my goodness, she has such responsibility on her shoulders. This is one of our largest committees. We do a lot of work around the community. Welcome, Sarah. Thank you, I'm very pleased to be here. What is the goal of voter registration? The goal of voter registration is to get everyone who is who qualifies to vote to get them registered. And that means, as we talked about, naturalized citizens, people that were already citizens born in this country, and to get them to register and then to inform them about the voting process also. Excellent. Now, how can someone become a member of the League of Women Voters of Greater Tucson Voter Registration Team that you're in charge of? Well, they first of all need to join the League of Women Voters of Greater Tucson. And all, you know, we have an orientation for new members, and they can express an interest in participating in voter registration. And then there is a training session that they go through. And then they're qualified um, to register voters. And we always put a newbie, so to speak, with someone who's more experienced. So it's a good experience for them. That's smart, so that people aren't there trying to do it themselves for the first time and yes. not knowing what they're doing mm-hmm. exactly. Even though they've had the training, they don't have the experience. So putting it with a, an experienced member yes. is smart. Where are the different voter registration events held in town? They're, um, they're held all over town. They're held at many events that everyone knows about, which is the annual book festival mm-hmm. that's done at the U of A. We have events that go on at the Rialto Theater. Mm-hmm. We have that also. And then we're in many of the churches. Mm-hmm. We go to register people there. And um, we find places, well, let's put it this way, a lot of communities find us. Right. They hear about voter, that we do voter registration, and then they contact us. So we can go just about any place. We concentrate on Pima County, of course, Mm -hmm. because that's where we're an expert and we know what needs to be done in order to register to vote. We're at Tucson Meet Yourself, too. Yes, we absolutely are. So how does someone find out where there's a voter registration event if they want to register to vote or bring their buddy or their relative to vote? One of the best ways is to go to our website, which is the League of Women Voters of Greater Tucson, which is LWVGT. And then once you're there, to look on the left-hand side, and it'll talk about calendar of events. 
and that'll show where many of the voter registration events are. Or they could call our office, too, and they can be informed that way, too. 327-7652. Does the League host voter registration events for community groups in our area? Absolutely, we do that. And we also can train a community um, spokespeople, so to speak, to do their own registration of their um, community if they'd like to. Good. And they can call our office. They can call our office, Mm -hmm. and then they'll be directed to the correct person because there are different coordinators for voter registration, and the front desk will know who to uh, put you in touch with. Good. Now, it's really good to register voters, but it's even better to actually get out and actually vote. So I know the League has a Get Out the Vote program. What is the focus of that program? The focus of that program is to go into the areas that have a lower voter turnout and to encourage people to vote. In other words, becoming registered to vote is the first step. But you don't have the power as a citizen unless you actually vote. So Get Out the Vote Committee gets out there, and they'll stop at beauty shops, restaurants. They'll talk to the owners and the managers. They will, in turn, give information to their employees. But at the same time, they'll have information out there to give to their customers, too. And it's been very successful. I know the League has this little card. Mm -hmm. It looks like a business card. And on one side, it has information on how to register to vote. And on the other side, it has the different ways one can vote. You can vote at home. You can vote at the booths, different ways that you can Right. Absolutely. And that keeps them informed. And it also mentions, you know, you may have to change your address if you've moved recently. And then it gives them other websites to go to so they can become even more educated you know, in the voting process. Now, this project, I believe, started in the 2018 election, right? Yes, that is correct. And did that increase voter turnout? Absolutely, it increased voter turnout. The success of that, plus the success of the voter registration events, just really accelerated the number of people that registered to vote as well as the number of people that actually voted. All right. Now, I know there are other groups involved in registering people to vote and getting out the vote, but the League is part of that movement to make sure that people are doing their civic duty. When is the Get Out the Vote most active? They're most active about a month or so before a primary election, as well as a couple of months before the general election, because that's when everybody has been getting all the advertisements, all the marketing materials in the mail, as well as seeing everything on the television and on the radio. And that's when they start to get enthused about voting. Our our reason for going out there is to make sure that they do vote. Exactly. So if any of our listeners would like to become a member of the Get Out the Vote Committee, what do they need to do? The first thing they need to do is to join 
the League of Women Voters of Greater Tucson, and you can do that very easily by going to the website, and you can fill out the membership form, you can pay in everything, and then as soon as you join, the League is in touch with you to ask you to come to a new member orientation, and then you can hear in more detail about the different committees and then make up your mind which committee you would like to be part of. All of them are wonderful, and all of them will really get you to have a greater impact on people getting out there and registering and voting. Exactly. Now, I do want to let our listeners know about 10% of our membership are men. Yes. So it's not just women who are members of the league. And I want to let you know, actually, the person who started the Get Out the Vote committee in 2018 is a man, Rex Graham. And so if you're interested, please get involved because the more people we have going out to the areas of town that has low voter turnout, those are the areas that we can really have an impact on. One more question. Can other organizations and businesses become involved? And if so, how Uh, How should they contact us? The best way to contact us is to phone us at 520-327-7652. And then we will put you in touch with Rex Graham, who heads up the Get Out the Vote. And um, he'll work with you. He'll train you. And um, he'll ask you questions, and then you'll decide how you want to become involved. Thank you very much, Sarah. I appreciate you being with us today and sharing all this good information about the League's voter registration program. It's a very active committee, and you do a great job. Well, thank you. I'm pleased to be here and to be in charge of the voter service. Thank you for listening today. We hope that you have learned many good things about the League of Women Voters of Greater Tucson and our voter registration efforts in the Greater Tucson area. You've been listening to a special program about the League of Women Voters of Greater Tucson on KXCI 91.3 FM. All episodes of our special programs are on kxci.org after they are broadcast. This show is recorded and produced by Amanda Schauger. Thank you for being with us today. This is Vivian Hart with the League of Women Voters of Greater Tucson. Bye-bye. To the polls and cast your vote. Time to have your say. Let your voice be heard now. You can make such a beautiful way. 